So what are we doing to our kids? We're giving them Ritalin. We're giving them Concerta. We're giving them Adderall. All of these are toxic to the brain. They eventually deplete these neurotransmitters. And then, you know, they graduate high school and the doctor says, well, you don't need it anymore because you're not going to school. And now you just created an addiction because now their brains can't function without it. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for good health. Hello, my name is Dr. Sal, and I've been a practicing surgeon for well over 30 years. And my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for your good health and to also change the way you eat and the way you live for your better health. If you're new here, we release a new episode every week. And if you enjoy the content, would you please leave us a good review because it really helps our ratings and allows our show to reach more people so that we can in turn basically help these people improve their lives. We really thank you for your support. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about neurodegenerative disorders. So let's dive right on into today's health quest. So neurodegenerative disorders, and there's a whole onslaught of disorders that is involving the nervous system and we're going to get into dementia and alzheimer's because we're seeing a great prevalence in these diseases it is now being called and recognized as type 3 diabetes type 3 diabetes there's a great book out by um, dr david perlmutter he wrote the book called grain brain grain brain in which all these grains, uh, which elevates your blood sugars for a prolonged period of time, plus all these added carbs and sugars, raising the blood sugar, the brain operates on sugar. And what ends up happening is, is the brain cells eventually become insulin resistant, just like the muscle and the liver. And so it doesn't get in there. The brain doesn't function properly. Now, the other food source that can supply the brain with energy so it can function normally is ketones. So that's why these ketogenic diets are actually good for people that are having some issues with uh, cognitive problems. But what I'd like to talk about right now is I'd like to get into the five neurotoxins that you should stay away from that actually contribute to a decline in mental cognition or Uh, eventually results in memory loss. The first one is MSG, monosodium glutamate. This literally kills brain cells, and it does so because it acts as an excitotoxin. An excitotoxin is any chemical that stimulates uh, cells. In this particular case, the excitotoxin of MSG stimulates the brain cells practically to death. And also, the glutamate that's in the monosodium glutamate combined with calcium destroys nerve cells. So, MSG is a neurotoxin that literally destroys brain cells. Secondly, is aspartame, which you see in NutraSweet and Equal. That's right. Now, the World Health Organization is starting to show that these artificial sweeteners are carcinogenic. Well, okay, 
carcinogenic is one thing. You could stay away from it because it doesn't, this way it prevents cancers. But in this particular case, NutraSweet and Equal have been shown as, because of the result of the aspartame that's in it, it is detrimental to neurologic tissue. It's a very potent sweetener. And on top of that, aspartame is 100% synthetic. And some of the reactions, 75% of the reactions that have been reported to the FDA, which the public doesn't get access to, is seizures and also death. So there's deaths that are related with these things that nobody ever talks about. And then the third thing that we should stay away from is sucralose. Sucralose is the sweetener that's found in Splenda. So there you go, folks. You got NutraSweet, you got Equal, now you got Splenda. It's not really a sugar. It's a chlorinated artificial sweetener. Now, the way they make it is, is they take normal sugar or sucrose and they add chloride ions to it. They actually add three chloride ions to it. And anytime you add chloride ions and you combine it with carbon, which is what sugars are made up of, is carbon, it becomes a very toxic substance. And actually, this is how they make pesticides and herbicides. So that's another thing that we need to stay away from. The fourth thing is called a chemical called diacetyl. Now, where do you find this diacetyl? It's in, in a number of food products, but mostly in popcorn butter. So when you're going to the theater and you order popcorn with butter, that's not real butter. That's an oil with additives to it that gives it that flavoring and it's got diacetyl in it. In fact, diacetyl is any food product that you'll see labeled as an artificial flavor. So anytime you're reading the labels on any food products or pop and it says artificial flavoring, it's got diacetyl in it and that's neurotoxic. It's neurotoxic because of the fact that when it gets into your body, it does cross the blood-brain barrier and it causes the beta amyloid uh, clumping, which you see in patients with Alzheimer's. The fifth thing is aluminum. Now, we see aluminum in everything. Uh, Dr. Sam Walters, he's a researcher out of uh, the Mayo Clinic and he did work for NASA for a number of years. And he wrote his master's thesis on heavy metals and their effects on Alzheimer's. And aluminum is a neurotoxin. In the 1970s, when we were still doing autopsies, they found that Alzheimer's patients had higher levels of aluminum in their brain than patients who didn't have Alzheimer's at all. So where are we seeing a lot of this stuff? Well, we're seeing a lot in uh, aluminum in the drinking water, antacids, deodorants have aluminum in it. Uh, of course, cans are made up of aluminum and as well as aluminum foil, cookware, and even baking soda has aluminum in it. So these are some of the things that we try to stay away from. You know, you may have recalled, uh, I, people had asked, what's a good way to store foods? I, I always say get the Pyrex because it's glassware. Glass doesn't have any effect. You know, you got your plastics with your uh, PVCs in it, your um, bisphenols that's uh, toxic to our bodies and it eventually affects our metabolism. So if we could avoid the saran wraps and the foils 
and get into things that are uh, more of the cookware that doesn't have any of this stuff, then we'd be better off as far as reducing Alzheimer's. Now, you got to remember, Alzheimer's is affecting the United States more so than any other country in the world. There are the depleters of the neurotransmitters, okay? The neurotransmitters are those chemicals that get transmitted from one end of a nerve ending to the beginning of another nerve ending to send the signals to then light up or spark this nerve to transmit the signal. And these neurotransmitters are depleted uh, by taking antidepressants. So all your antidepressants out there will, especially your serotonin reuptake inhibitors, will deplete them. Amphetamines. Amphetamines are neurotoxic. So what are we doing to our kids? We're giving them Ritalin. We're giving them Concerta. We're giving them um, Adderall. All of these are toxic to the brain. They eventually deplete these neurotransmitters. And then, you know, they graduate high school and the doctor says, well, you don't need it anymore because you're not going to school. And now you just created an addiction because now their brains can't function without it. Barbiturates, anything that causes uh, anxiolytics, anything that uh, reduces anxiety, excessive sleep medications, people that says, oh, I need to take this because I I can't sleep at night. There are other natural methods of doing it, excessive alcohol. So we have all these, these, these drugs and these food additives that are now causing this disruption in the neurologic system. And long term, we're now starting to see you know, your schizophrenia, your anxiety, your depression, but more so than that, the dementia and the Alzheimer's. There are people that have had dementia and Alzheimer's for up to seven to 10 years before they die. I mean, it's a miserable life because they literally have to be put in assisted living homes. And it's more prevalent here in the United States than any other country in the world. So how can we start to, uh, to treat this? Well, first of all, we need to avoid all this stuff. You know, we talked about how the... The gut bacteria not only controls our hormones, but it affects our immune system. It also affects the production of these neurotransmitters. So bad foods, like we talked about wheat, and you know I keep bringing that up, uh, eating high fibrous foods, uh, taking foods that have bacteria in it, you know, a- apple cider ve- vinegar that has the mother, like Bragg's apple cider vinegar, uh, kefir. If you're going to have any kind of yogurt, stay away from yogurts that have already fruit in it because they add artificial flavors. They add uh, added sugars that are unnecessary. If you want, just get the plain yogurt and throw your own berries and throw a little stevia if you want to uh, sweeten it. So avoiding this chelation therapy, and we're going to talk about this. Chelation therapy helps to draw out all the heavy metals in our body. Again, aluminum being one of them, it actually pulls aluminum out of the tissues, especially the heart tissues and the brain tissue as well. We had an episode where we talked about detoxing the body, uh, getting the liver restored to try to pull out other toxins in our body, such as these food additives that we just spoke about that attribute to, uh, to dementia and a decline in mental cognition. Fasting, intermittent fasting diet, or even just fasting once a month. We talked about the high-protein diet and eating healthy fats, proteins, especially those amino acids, because that is what our neurotransmitters are made out of. So amino acid therapy um, eventually helps to build those neurotransmitters. So taking extra 5-hydroxytryptophan, which helps to build the serotonin, 
taking L-tyrosine, which actually builds uh, dopamine, which gives us that um, sensation of wellness and motivation, as well as uh, neuroepinephrine and epinephrine. So tyrosine is a great amino acid. And one of the things that we should do is if we should take at least 1,500 milligrams of L-tyrosine and uh, three, uh, 150 milligrams of 5-hydroxytryptophan. Uh, now, that's a ratio of 1 to 10. So if you're taking 150 of the 5-hydroxytryptophan, you should be taking 1,500 of the L-tyrosine. If you want to increase it, then you go 300 to 3,000 and so forth. Um, one of the things that you could get over the counter is Makuna. That's a supplement that you could take over the counter. It basically acts as L-DOPA, which eventually turns into dopamine, and taking N-acetylcysteine, which eventually our bodies convert into glutathione. Now, L-cysteine, uh, again, an amino acid, it crosses the blood-brain barrier, so then the brain can turn the L-cysteine into glutathione. Glutathione is an antioxidant, and that helps to pull away all of these toxins that are also in our body too as well. We uh, have a high concentration of glutathione in the liver. Again, if we build that up, the liver is capable of uh, pulling these toxins out of our body and eventually excreting it. So that being said, again, we talked about amino acid therapy, proper diet, things to avoid. Avoidance is a big thing. It's the ability to say no Remember, God's D word is discipline. Satan's D word is distraction. So we think, well, I'm going to have this the one time. Well, I could cheat a little bit here. and that. No, 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 no. It's got to be controlled, folks. You've got to control your animal desires, okay? Because that goes back to the ego. The ego comes up and says to you, oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, it's not going to hurt you if you do it. Well, folks, it ends up happening though. We develop these addictions to these things and then we can't stop. And then it takes a massive amount of prayer, meditation, and discipline on our part to change our ways. And the only thing that we can ask for from God is for his strength to be able to do that. But the rest, God gave us the power of choice. We have that power to decide what we're going to eat and what we're not going to eat. And with that, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us and watching our show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a good review and visit our website and social media accounts to connect with us more. If you happen to have any questions about your health regarding this episode, my email will be in the description below and I'll be happy to answer any of your questions. And if you would like to see any of the sources of research in this episode, we will be, they will be available in the show notes in the description. Until next time, I'm Dr. Sal. Have a great day and God bless.